0: everybody is feeling well. We've got a short one here tonight, but I think it's gonna be good because I got a whole bunch of crazy to do with you. Um, It's gonna be little short bits all strung together and I even want to play a relatively short video that our friend Grace at Really Graceful put out not too long ago about a strange occurrence. Been noticed in the Capitol. so that'll be in a little bit. We have about an hour or so to uh, to play with. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play a short Tuesday because I gotta go into the other room to hang out with the guys and uh, and put together some music. We were on a little bit of a hiatus because hiatus from the hiatus uh, because they all went to Nam in in california back in april i didn't go there that this is the first time they went since um they shut down we all went together in 2019 and then covid all the lockdowns put that down so now they're back and then our our guitarist tom had to go away on business for a little while so now we're getting together and hopefully i'll have some news for you as far as when we're going to be doing a live stream performance because the whole room in there has been set up so that we can do this and bring some live music to the network and to the the pre-show or the post-show, whatever the hell it is, and I'll have more for you on that soon. But tonight, I've got clips to watch, a little bit of uh, response to the whole Durham thing. I really, you know, I put open lines in a lot of tonight's marketing, and, and I just hope I'm able to do it because I thought it was gonna pr- be pretty simple, and then I get here and I realize how many Things I've thrown into the mix and it might just eat up all the time. So we'll see We'll see so let's get started shall we Quite frankly TV if you're watching there. Thank you so much sit back relax enjoy the show, but you could be watching everywhere else and um, Plenty going on this week. I'll do all the all the announcements on upcoming guests again and stuff later on and I have to get those up on the website But tomorrow we have Lindsay Sharman on. That'll be great. We'll be talking fifth-generation warfare in education. Homeschooling, psychos in school, and normalization of psychopathy just in general. I'll have a bunch on that. I'll have a bunch on that. So, um, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Jimmy Carter. You know what I was thinking about this morning? I woke up and I was going to bed last night. I was thinking... Oh my gosh, Jimmy Carter's still alive. And I said this, I said, you watch, he's going to be on hospice for like 15 more years. Not that I'm, I'm rushing anybody into the grave or anything like that, but this guy just, he sticks around. And, uh, that was like two months ago. I feel like he's been, he was, a uh, it was announced that he's, he's in hospice care. So wonder what's going on with Jimmy Carter. Anyway, that's one thing. I have another thing over here, as I transition away from the beautiful Scorpion, Still Loving You, I'm gonna tell the guys, I said, listen, we gotta do Def Leppard, but we also have to do Still Loving You. It's one of the best ballads ever created. One of the best rock ballads ever created, no doubt about it. We're gonna jump on over to the White House, where Corinne Jean-Pierre has taken to the podium to flex all that mental muscle she has. She has much of it. A lot of mental muscle. I don't know if it's just the the hair or if it's actually brains. We don't know. But listen to this. This is incredible. Someone in the, in the, the, the press corps there asks her, how is it not a crisis when the country literally owes more than it is worth? And uh, you just have to imagine that there is going to be a Valedictorian level response coming from this bozo. Listen.
1: Thank you, Crane. The White House keeps saying that Republicans are manufacturing a crisis by refusing to do a clean bill to raise the debt limit. Right now, the nation's debt exceeds 100% of its GDP. This has happened twice in U.S. history once during World War II and once now over the last couple of years how is it not a crisis when the country literally owes more than it's worth
2: you should ask the you should ask the speaker this question this is his job this is his constitutional duty to move forward and get the debt limit done that's,
0: that's a constitutional duty she, see these are these are these are syllables that's all this is these people go out there and they string together syllables that's all some of those syllables include sounds that at the end of the utterance sounded like constitution or constitutional it is there's is nothing to this as we all might be trying it might be getting at this point there's no constitutional duty for one speaker or another to move bills across and to uh and, and to fund Fund a government that is ninety nine point nine percent unconstitutional, and I don't get that question there too. Though, um, how is it not a crisis when the country literally owes more than it is worth? Well, we do not produce thirty three trillion dollars a year. We always owe more than we are worth. We have been that way for a very long time, and and that's just that's just money that's already been spent. That needs to be paid back. That's not even the hundreds of trillions that we have pledged to spend in coming years. We are, there's nothing to us. So, I, I mean, trying to explain this to some, I, I'm sure that, I'm sure that Corinne Jean-Pierre understands this. She's there to do a very specific job. She knows what words to use and and how to to gaslight people. But, um... But I don't know maybe she is that stupid maybe she is just that lowest common denominator that we have to live around too that if you were to tell this stuff to them their eyes would glaze over but listen to that
2: that is a question for him they are the legislative it is a co-equal branch as you know they are the legislative body and this is what they're supposed to do that is a question seriously that is a question for the speaker and the MAGA republicans who are literally holding our economy hostage I, I have to move on i, I promise to take one I'm more I, take- I
0: have to move on they, you know they're, they're literally and she holds the fist she holds the fist there the whole time they are literally holding our economy hostage that's not an economy if that's if that's what if that's the truth then that's not an economy an economy are just people just people they go out there and they are providing services and products to each other they're just they're producing their own foods they're interacting bartering selling they're engaging in commerce with each other they don't need some titty-sucking government um, they there holding out hands forcing them to do things they don't want to do uh, you know putting red tape in front of them that needs to be cut Forcing them to buy licenses to do things that they don't need anybody's permission to do morally. So what is this really? It's not about economy. It's about we are a deadbeat nation. We are deadbeats. Do you know anybody, anybody, who would have the nerve to say, uh, well, we need... What was the exact thing she said?
1: He literally owes more than
2: it's worth. You should ask the you should ask the speaker this question. This is his job. This is his constitutional duty to move forward and get the debt limit done.
0: There you go. What does the debt limit done mean? Get the debt limit done. Come on, get the debt limit done. There's a lot of D's in there. Get the debt limit done. Get the debt limit done. The debt. Get the debt limit done. What does it mean? It means take the credit card and um, make the credit limit bigger. So because we have a maxed out credit card. So we're at $10,000, all right, and we spent $10,000. So like any responsible person out there in the United States, when you have that kind of a situation, you then go and ask for 10,000 more. And then suddenly you are worth, more than you owe, you're even. Is that is that the way that we do this with credit? Credit now is value. That's not value. It's a debt. It's not an asset. So these people are fucking stupid. I don't even care about the cursed jar tonight. Stupid, and they rely on stupidity because it's the only way they have their job. Kareem Jean Pierre is probably the type that would strap a bumper onto a car with duct tape and paint over Benjamin Moore use some Benjamin Moore paint paint over the duct tape it's fine, it's fine, we're good now it's a brand new bumper now, Miller Light, since we're going from one strong whammon to the next Miller Light went and uh, I, I guess she's considered a comedian uh, Ilana Glazer that's all you need to know they wanted to go and I try to one-up Bud Light or something like that and piss everybody off. In, anyway, they are, they're attempting suicide. They're attempting suicide, like Gillette and Bud Light, but Gillette bounced back because Gillette kind of just sank back into the background. and, and uh, But this is something else. Listen to uh, Ilana Glazer explain what Miller Light is going to do right now.
1: Here's a little-known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. From Mesopotamia to the Middle Ages to colonial America, women were the ones doing the brewing.
0: That's it. only that was, only the women in Mesopotamia were, were were brewing the beer. That's it they, they, they weren't a, just a part of it it was just their operation.
1: Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Wow.
0: Uh, by the way, this Ilana Glazer, she's the same one. And I'm glad that it was, it was passed around there, too, because I, I remember her. When they were trying to get out the vote, she was the one that used her floppy tits to try to get people to go vote. Who are you voting for?
1: Are you voting early? Are you voting absentee? Are you voting in person? Like, make a voting plan. Today. Oh, make a voting plan, bitch.
0: And that's and that's when you know a girl really's got her power going on. She curses. Cause she curses. You bitch. Got flopping her flopping her tits around. Say sour tits. Good job, sour tits. Now I'm gonna go vote. Anyway, let's get back to the beer that she's so upset so upset that guys um guys responded to feel good commercials with scantily clad women in bikinis. At one point, when I can't even remember the last time I saw something like that, I really can't. I can't. But I I also don't understand. uh, There's a number of reasons why I don't understand this take. I thought that showing a a woman showing her balloon knot to men for money was empowering. I thought that was like the, the peak of being empowered. So, I, I guess the real problem is that they don't like women who are unapologetically secure with being feminine. Maybe that's part of it. They don't like the natural, playful relationship between the two sexes that were exclusively made for one another. I don't, maybe, even though it's not, you know, it's a beer commercial. It, it was, yes, it was, it was. But, um, let's keep going.
1: Look at this sh- Wild. It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their shit, but the whole beer industry's shit.
0: Oh, and she's cursing. Thank God. Thank God someone had the the tits to say it. Thank God someone had the tits to curse. We needed this. What a breath of fresh air. Strong whammon.
1: Miller Lite has been scouring the internet for all this shit and buying it back so that he can turn it into good shit for women brewers. Literally, good shit. Now you ask, ladies,
3: take it away. First, we turn the batch into compost. Then we feed compost to worms. Push out beautiful fertilizer.
0: Now they go these fake. Now they bring on the fake farmers. Um, I'm sure that there's plenty of lady brewers out there, and you know what they're doing? They're making good beer. Uh, micro breweries—they're—they're probably—it's probably carrying on family legacies. They're carrying on things for their fathers and their mothers with their brothers and sisters, whatever the hell it is. Uh, instead, we are being served up another healthy, healthy platter full of corporate sterile horse shit. You want to talk about good shit, bad shit? Corporate horse shit. <laughs>
4: That good shit helps farmers,
0: another fake farmer,
4: grow quality hops. Which has been donated to women brewers to make their own really good. Shit.
1: But there's definitely more shit out there in your attic, in the garage, in your parents' basement. Send any shit you got into Miller Lite, and they'll turn that into good shit too.
0: So I guess they're saying if there's ever a Miller Lite poster, if you have a poster laying around your house from 1992 when things were so much better. Send it in, send it in to Miller Lite, that's the bad shit. And they'll send you a voucher for some of their shitty watered down beer for the next time you go to a Cumberland Farms or whatever the hell it is and you're, you're, you're desperate to just get somebody drunk. Uh, it's just.
1: Oh. So here's to women, because without us, there would be no
0: beer. There'd also be no reason to drink beer. There'd also be no reason to drink beer to try to drown out the women. So you're right. There'd be no need for... <laughs> See, this. it's a feedback loop that gets cut somewhere down the line. It's just... I don't even... Again, I don't even know when the last time I saw a woman in a bikini on television... With you know, just perspiring, and everybody's having a good time, and the the sun glistening over their, uh, uh, bouncing off of their golden brown skin, everybody oiling themselves up, having a pool party. I don't even remember. I don't know. There's nobody looks happy on television anymore, unless of course they're in a pharmaceutical commercial. In the in the in the drug commercials, you always have someone someone's cutting the grass. Whoever the hell's cutting the grass in the commercial for the anal leakage medication. Um, and they have this smile from ear to ear because their anus isn't leaking. I'd give me the, bring back the bikinis. So happy as I cut the grass because, uh, one thing or another is being numbed by this, uh, this assembly line pill. Everybody's happy. Like that's happening. That or yogurt commercials. Yogurt commercial everybody's just so happy there so why do you even need to send this cur- uh, why do you need to send this cursing bitter sullen girl boss out to do battle with us why do you need to do it you you send her out to say we don't like the way we used to do things in the past even though there was nothing wrong with it and nobody complained and here is our declaration of war on the past and what we want to do in the future. If you had a marketing meeting and you came up with a new strategy to get the beer out there, I mean the strategy might get rejected, but the strategy is to go out there and announce the strategy and pull, and just call your attention to what, you, like, what you, it's so cringe. It is so, again, histrionic. It is so attention hoary. It is so irrational. It could have only been conceived by a group of leftist women. And, and and of course the 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 beast of the beast of burden men. They're always surrounded by enabling beasts of burden who are mm, mm, good good idea good idea. Can I, can I sniff? Can I sniff your crotch? Okay. Say yes to me three more times, and you can sniff my crotch. The beast of burden, men, the loyal concubines. So there's your Miller Lite. I'm glad. I'm glad they're doing this before uh, barbecue season, because you know I go out there and I buy some beer from time to time for people who drink it on Memorial Day, on on Fourth um, of July. Nope. Nope. Now I know. Now I know what I'm getting away. Now I know what I'm getting away from. Staying away from. All right, what else do we have here? What time is it? 7:13. <laughs> okay, then let's do one more. We'll bleed over a little bit, but doesn't matter because we're not doing an intermission tonight with only an hour on the clock. Here's a little something for you. This'll 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 tie up the last segment nice. Matt Bryant, uh Bra- Brainerd put this out there on Twitter a couple days ago, and it's about a story that happened earlier on in the month that we're going to talk about right now. Women in firefighting organization, they held a women's only meeting. They do a controlled burn experiment to show off how they can handle themselves and they don't need no man. Specifically, don't allow any men to be present as a display of female empowerment. And then, of course, the controlled burn burns out of control and turns into a massive forest fire that's still currently burning. This is as of May 6th. Remember, this is May 6th. Uh, Media covers it all up. Here's a shot. Headline from April 28th. Women's Fire Conference in Banff aims to break down barriers in male-dominated industry. I can tell you, I've I've had conversations on this show from years ago. Back in 2014, 15, it was in the old studio, and a little bit over here too, just as we moved in. From some of my friends around here who were, you know, Army, Marines, they're now... They're now living civilian life and they're into fire departments and things like that. And they were telling me ten years ago how bad the lowering of standards and the quality of help that they were getting at fire departments were because they wanted to let literally anybody in as a fire a fireperson, fire woman, firewoman, a fireman. They want and like the women that can't they can't handle the the uh the hoses for extended period of times can't carry bodies. They always need a buddy with them, because, so they can do some heavier lifting than others. They're telling me this before. I, said, I have no problem with them helping out where they can. But this, we're ju- the people are just going to continue to get themselves killed because we're being told day in day out that we need to unlearn not what we've learned we need to unlearn what we've been born with the internal coding of our species we need to unlearn that somehow and recreate ourselves this is not even like trying to reverse some bad cultural habits we have it's just what we are so that's the shot and now here's your chaser calgary herald how a fire went from prescribed burn to out of control in an instant near Banff. Some residents were evacuated and horses had to be quickly relocated as winds changed direction and pushed the fire out of the control area. Here is a uh, here's an article, an honest article from May 7th about the whole thing from the Western Standard. Female firefighters planned burn goes awry in Banff. They prescribed burn, highlighted... On the agenda of a women's firefighting conference held to promote diversity and inclusion in a male-dominated field did not go well. Accidentally setting Banff National Park ablaze wasn't part of the plan. The prescribed burn was carried out in Compound Meadows adjacent to the Banff town site by Parks Canada and participants in Canada's first-ever Women in Fire training exchange. It raged out of control Wednesday, forcing the temporary evacuation of horses from the Banff Light Horse Association and hundreds of area residents and tourists in the Rocky Mountain Resort. Interchanges were closed. Traffic was backed up on the uh, Trans-Canada Highway. A cemetery was threatened. Trees were scorched. Billows of smoke that could be seen in Canmore polluted and clouded the air. Three tax sheds went up in flames, heirloom saddles and chaps belonging to one family were destroyed. The cavalry was called in to help fight the blaze. Five helicopters raining down buckets of water. Firefighters from both Banff and Canmore, Alberta Wildlife and RCMP were needed to help Parks Canada and WTREX Participants stopped the fire from spreading further, control the traffic uh, situation and help with evacuation efforts. By Saturday, the fire had spread three hectares beyond the pre- de- uh, predetermined boundary was classified as being held, by while, uh, held uh, being held while crews worked to stuff out the hot spots. It was updated to under control Sunday morning. The prescribed fire was carried out by Parks Canada, said Alexandria Jones, fire communications officer for Parks Canada. The WTREX Canada participants assisted Parks Canada with prescribed fire operations. We had 50% participants on site. They were female for the most part. We do have a few men and a few folks who are non-binary. Oh, that's... that's Diversity is our strength, right? So we have a couple of men that were there and a couple of confused people they're all highly trained firefighters the banff department fire department was on hand but only standby to assist if needed so we're just working on a mop up right now and working on some hot spots hopefully we can get back to our regular schedule activities very soon that's the end of the quote wtrex is an event to promote all diversity and inclusion in fire management. Well now, they could probably use some Miller Lite and Bud Light. You should keep some Miller Lite and Bud Light in those helicopters from now on. And you could probably put out some of the fire that the uh, the lady firefighters are going to cause over the, the course of the, the dry season. How's, how's that? All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
5: Just a little bit of a reminder. A word to the wise, if you will. Do not worry about the worries from yesterday. Leave it in the past. Move forward with confidence, because there are so many new things to be experienced today, new joy to be had. So move forward, be strong, and have a great rest of your day.
0: short show gonna have some fun right all relevant this next thing thank you guys and gals for being here I'll be checking those super chats in a little bit you can send them to quite frankly that's the universal super chat then there's also our rumble rants would love to get some of those coming in and our gold pills that are already flowing already flowing quite frankly.tv great great night of mystery movies last night on quite frankly.tv for mystery movie monday it was a mystery until the last in the very end i wasn't told until right when we were signing off 300 gladiator and spartacus great it was a great lineup last night i hope you all really enjoyed yourselves um All right, so here's another self-owned that I want to put out, and I just want to keep moving because it's 725, and we don't have too much time tonight. Thank you so much for joining me here. Uh, It is the reporting that Blinky, that Blinky over at MSNBC, Rachel Maddow, hate this guy, blinks, it's the, who, you know, I've heard that when a, a person is possessed, a lot of the reasons why they will show some, the, that a lot of the things that they do, the, the vomiting, the levitate, whatever the hell it is, it's usually a sign of distress from the soul that's trapped and held hostage on the inside. I believe that with Rachel over here, that the real Rachel, before feminism got a hold of her and everything else and really twisted her life into this, 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 this despicable creature, before us sad lamentable creature i really do believe that the original rachel is inside of this person of this body and is trying to tell the world she needs help and i think that she's trying to tell the world she needs help through her blinking the rapid blinking of her eyes i it can only be morse code if anybody out there was a radio operator or something like that, and you know Morse code, please get your pen, get a pad of paper out, and let me know if there is somebody inside of this of this very unfortunate person. Tell me if they're telling you that they're sending a distress signal. All right. Anyway, here is a really incredible take on the Durham report. Now she is going to relay the news of the day for the couple of hundred thousand people that watch her at night and, uh, and think that she is just the bee's knees. So take a listen to this. It's, it's gonna be really rough. I'll be very honest with you. It's gonna be very rough, but here we go.
6: Uh, second thing we are keeping an eye on tonight is the reaction, particularly the reaction on the political right to the long-awaited Durham report. What? The long- what? What?
0: Her, the, the the twisty eyebrows. What? That's that's her stick. That's the whole damn thing. That yeah, isn't
6: it? Isn't it? Isn't it, Blinky? Oh. Long-awaited. What? Well, the reason we're watching for the right. And their reaction to this is because the Durham report is only really long awaited by them. And they really, really have been awaiting this report.
0: I know it's only awaited. Yes. Yes, it's only awaited by us. Why? Because you are part of the investigation. Well, you should be. You should be. You peddled this nonsense. You made it fly. You gave it cover. You know, there was a time when people went to journalism school and they, they, they had dreams of, of breaking the big story, of making history, of, of, of holding power, people in power accountable and making sure that there was always going to be that buffer. There's always going to be that shield, that accountability shield that was going to keep people in power in their proper orbit so that little people who don't have a voice, who don't have as much agency as a Clinton are able to go out there and not get completely squashed. We still might get trampled, but who knows? So yeah, they're the only ones that have been taken. Yeah, because you and and the 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 this this band of misfits that you are leading around, having them bite at your ankles like you are Walter Cronkite, is just pathetic.
3: A source close to Special Counsel John Durham's probe tells Fox News
7: remainder of John Durham's findings.
3: So
0: they go through all the things about John Durham and what he's doing and where it's coming out. And now here comes the big reveal. Czar.
6: Actually, now we finally do know. Boy, they have been excited about this for a long time. Literally. She's
0: so excited. She's so excited that she's about to dunk on people. Dunk on half of the country for something that is actually not even political. It's bureaucratic. It's corporatist. It's global. No doubt about it. But it should not be political for people.
6: Early for years, former President Trump and his allies have been invoking the name John Durham, or sometimes Bull Durham, <laughs> as the man who would save them and smite all of Trump's enemies. No. For years, they have been heralding the great revelations John Durham would soon reveal about Trump's political opponents and the deep state and all their evil ways. When that didn't seem to be happening... Uh, Trump and his allies started pounding. She, I,
0: she might be on a toilet. I mean, that that might be what all the grunting and the stopping and the pushing and the uh, that, that might be what this all is. She has a a trapped soul inside of her that is desperate to get out and saying, "Please, somebody help me." And then she's also probably just sitting on a toilet and taking a shit right there in the studio.
6: their chests and yelling at the clouds about why durham hadn't acted yet why he hadn't yet smote all of trump's enemies why you know there were democrats who weren't yet at guantanamo durham will do it all john durham was appointed by trump
0: well i'm not listening to any more there's four more minutes you you see what's going on you see what this blinky freak is doing over there maddow gleefully pushed every bullshit piece Of this scam into people's living rooms on a nightly basis and then it was proliferated on the internet and all that stuff remember she was even the one that was conducting the interview with Dracula with Chuck Schumer when he he infamously commented about how the intelligence community has six ways a Sunday of getting back at you if you do something to piss them off not if you commit a crime per se if you do something to piss them off and now she gets to push more. Because ultimately, what is this really all about? What is this really all about? The real story is that... Uh, and, and this is not even something you have to read between the lines. This is what we got from this useless, kind of tormenting Durham report. This bearded idiot over here. That even I was ex- uh, kind of excited that he was he was appointed. I was like, all right, well, maybe there's that. Maybe because you know what until it completely shits the bed there's always a chance but um you know i i was not uh, taking out my star charts and 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 doing decodes and all that other stuff because of the shit if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's no and that's just what's going on here he told us the story this is this is july 5th 2016 all over again if you remember what happened on that day and the real story here that was, that was very clearly published yesterday is that a spy operation, a spy operation, and a subsequent three and a half year investigation, three year investigation, whatever the hell it was, which was merely acting as a cover up, among other things. They wanted to be able to try to, it was a perjury trap, it was a way to paralyze politically the, uh, the, the president it was it was so many things but it was definitely a cover up and a diversion from what had actually transpired that there was nothing there was no justification for what they did for the coordination it was not missteps it was not uh, typos it wasn't you know well-intentioned errors it was not any of that stuff it's a huge story even though there were no charges huge story That affects everyone regardless of how they vote. But since Maddow and her colleagues were part of that scam, they were part of that string of crimes, treason, because they are shameless whores, they can't actually report on what happened because there they are in the middle of it. There they are in the middle of it. So instead they fixate on no charges, I guess you're... uh, I guess the, uh, the 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 pot at the end of the the rainbow was filled with lumps of shit. <laughs> they 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 fixate on that instead, and they use it to dunk on over half of the country. It's it, she is such a detestable creature. They all are, but she, especially, especially her. Now I want to I, here. I, I'm going to do a little something for you. Because this really drives home the point of what we live with. This is the whole point for those of us that know. Um, and this is why we have had to learn to kind of fall with style, as Buzz Lightyear would say. Not flying, just falling with style. This is the official transcript from July fifth, two 2016, when then-FBI Director James Comey came out to comment on the investigation hillary clinton's use of personal email system to uh, obviously transact in ridiculous way and, and remember this is months before the anthony weiner laptop was brought it flushed into the public light before he was whipping his dick around and, and and doing his thing and then suddenly there is this uh this laptop that he was sexting everybody from is in possession is in the possession of the, uh, of, of authorities. And they realized that all the shit that Hillary Clinton was doing, well, of course, with people like Huma Abedin as little gophers and secretaries and account executives was being synced to this sex perverts joint, uh, uh laptop. So everything that they were, they were sending to each other, Uma and Hillary, whatever, was being synced to this laptop on a secondary location that was being used uh, just on the Internet with underage girls. So, that, and so that's why they had to go and flush this out again, which if you're telling me, I, I, one thing I wanted to ask Kyle Serafin last night was, hey, you know what? All of those emails that were subpoenaed and destroyed, every time that a phone was destroyed anything like that is every last one of those emails is every last one of those things that she shouldn't have not had and was mishandling is that one specific charge because if it is it was all doubled and tripled tripled once they found what was being sent out to the 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 wiener laptop and of course everybody's free every anthony wiener has his radio show on on ten ten wins now and stuff like that with curtis leewa it's uh, it's really just incredible. But I'm I got a couple of key a, a couple of key things here for you from this transcript. Ready? Listen to this. Our investigation looked at whether there is evidence classified information that was improperly stored or transmitted on that personal system in violation of a federal statute making it a felony to mishandle classified information either intentionally or in a grossly negligent way which of course is what extremely careless means, but they never use grossly negligent again, and only opt to say extremely careless, which now we, we've known for a long time now that much of this was written by Peter Strzok. And Peter Strzok actually injected that term extremely careless in there because there's no criminal statute for being extremely careless. That's, the, that's like saying, well, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton tipped over a pitcher of whole milk Got all over the carpet. Very careless. Arrest her? No, we're not gonna arrest her. It's just spilled milk. We'll 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 sop it up and then we'll we'll go on our way. Or a second statute making it a misdemeanor to knowingly remove classified information from appropriate systems or storage facilities. Now here you go. From the group of thirty thousand emails returned to the State Department, one hundred and ten emails and fifty-two email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information at the time that they were sent or received. Eight of those chains contained information that was top secret at the time that they were sent, 36 chains contained secret information at the time, and eight contained confidential information which was the lowest level of classification. Separate from those, about 2,000 additional emails were up classified to make them confidential. The FBI also discovered several thousand work-related emails that were not in group of 30,000 that were returned by Secretary Clinton in 2014. We found those additional emails in varied a variety of ways. Some have been deleted over the years, and we found traces of them on devices that supported or were connected to the private email domain. Seven email chains concerned matters that were classified at the top secret special access programs level when they were sent and received. We've had Several people that know special access access programs intimately come on this show to talk about how serious those are, that you need special hardware to even read that when they're sent to receive. These chains involve Secretary Clinton uh, both sending emails from those matters and receiving emails from others about the same matters. There's evidence to support a conclusion that any reasonable person in Secretary Clinton's position or in the position of those government employees with whom she was corresponding about these matters should have known that an unclassified system was no place for that conversation. In addition to this highly sensitive information, we also found information that was properly classified as secret by the U.S. intelligence community at the time. It was discussed on email that is excluding the latter up classified emails that he said earlier on that I highlighted. Here's a little bit more for you. With respect to potential computer intrusion by hostile actors, we did not find direct evidence that Secretary Clinton's personal email domain in its various configurations since 2009 was successfully hacked. Yeah, only all of our known assets, our human assets that were working in places like uh, China, were all, they were all killed. Just so happens during the window of time that she was in business in Chappaqua, we had assets that were working in sensitive places like China that were just being slaughtered in broad daylight as a message. I don't know if it's uh, tied together, you know, but uh, you can can make some assumptions. But given the nature of the system and the actors potentially involved, we assess that that would be unlikely to see such evidence. We do assess that they're saying that if they uh, the actors that would be getting benefit from this open-ended private server server, uh, they would they would uh, not see any trace of them. Of course, when the Russians, so-called Russians, were palling around in the DNC server, which they didn't do, they left traces all over the place: urine samples, semen fingerprints is all over the place that was, they just forget they forgot all the ins and outs of spy craft at that point we do assess that hostile actors gained access to the private commercial email accounts of people with whom secretary clinton was in regular contact from her personal account we also assess that hillary said Se- secretary clinton's use of personal email domain was both known by a large number of people and readily apparent She also used her personal email extensively while outside the United States, including sending and receiving work-related emails in the territory of sophisticated adversaries. Given that combination of factors, we assess it is possible that hostile actors gained access to Secretary Clinton's personal email account. We got, so this was all, those are just the key paragraphs of what we got on July 5th, 2016. I'm sitting there. I, I was. I remember. I was texting with Rob. I was texting with a few other people. We're all watching this. Like, yo, it's happening. This is happening. I mean, look at what he just read off there. Look what he just read off there. If this were, okay, if this were you and I, we already know. If this was in North Korea, do you know how in North Korea when you commit a crime, they sentence you generationally. If Hillary Clinton was a North Korean and did all this stuff, uh, stuff over there, her great, great, great grandchildren would still be serving prison time or some kind of duty that needed to be, uh, uh, I don't know, performed for the state. At least we're merciful enough. We're merciful enough to con- concentrate it on the person who actually did it. What has been read off right here. Is enough for several lifetimes in prison several lifetimes but of course after all of this was written and read to the American public they had the nerve we were called unreasonable not just the prosecution Those of us at home who are expecting to hear this woman is finally, somebody, it's not even just, she's not the the top of the pecking order there, but somebody of stature is finally, finally going to get it. Finally. And after all of that, we collectively were called unreasonable to think that she was worthy of being charged for doing all of this. And that is without even trying to argue intent just grossly negligent, we would be gone for lifetimes. And every moron in our life, because of that day, will now say, well, she was never charged, you conspiracy theorists, get over it. Not even grasping what this means. On the other hand, John Durham comes out, tells us again, what the justification for three years of psychological torture, treason, sedition, was and it was nothing there was no justification and every simpleton mouth-breathing idiot led by whores like rachel maddow is going to say uh huh, i guess your uh, bull durham didn't work out <laughs> yuck 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 all right all right have fun with that one. <laughs> it's that that's the real hell that's the real hell of living in this timeline having to deal with the uh, the fun house mirrors, that's the real thing I can, I can I can handle losing. You have to learn how to lose when you when you live under this kind of insanity, and it's going to get worse and uh, and soon it won't be as polite as this. All things considered, this is still a very, very polite tyranny, but it's going to get a lot worse than this, and then hopefully all the chuckling and the yuck yuck will stop. anyway, all right, 743. Now I'm going to go to a little bit more, uh, more reaction. Here's two minutes of Donald Trump calling in the Dan Bongino show.
5: I appreciate it. Uh, We're hoping you're going to be uh, the next president of the United States. Now that you've experienced the FBI interfering in multiple elections, uh, this is indisputable at this point. uh, Can we get a promise from you for a house cleaning uh, the minute we oh, get yeah. in office, don't wait. Don't no, no. We don't need the first 100 days, just the first 100 minutes. We need everybody gone who cannot pledge allegiance to the Constitution and pledges allegiance to the Democrat Party first.
7: Well, after looking at the report and after seeing, and don't forget, I did a play, I fired a lot of people, but the deep yeah. state goes deep. Hey, firing yep. Comey was not, you know, that was, and I fired him very early. You know, a lot of people said, why did you wait so long? He was fired very, very early. And uh, it was a great firing. I'm telling you, uh, they were looking to do real bad. This was this was a coup
0: that they were looking at. These- it's too bad we had two wet blanket AGs during his term. Then too, the best the best. I, I wonder what what Attorney General Matt Whitaker would have been like if we just let that guy bench press his way to the uh, to the end of of uh, Trump's first term. That would have been interesting. Instead, we had to bring on Fat Ralphie. To sick people. So,
7: uh, yeah, only a fool would not do that. You have to do it deep. Not only there, you have to do it in a lot of other locations. But, you know, this continues. I don't know if you know, but we have a friend of uh, Weissman, a very good friend of Weissman. It is Jack Smith. And his wife hates Trump, and he hates Trump, and they've campaigned against Trump. They spent money against Trump. Their friends hate Trump. And he's the special counsel. I call him the special persecutor, not prosecutor, persecutor, because persecutor is worse. But Jack Smith, and he continues to go after Trump with the phony boxes hooks, And if you take a look at Biden, Biden's got boxes all over the place.
0: Okay, well, it's it's the town hall all over all over again. So uh, that's just pretty much it. That's it there. Um, let's take a really quick break. It's 745. We come back. I want to play another little weird thing. It's four minutes long. Our friend Grace, really graceful to put this up. There's U.S. Capitol flies an upside down flag and people are wondering what the hell this is all about and how it happened. We'll do that in just a second. Don't go anywhere. Yo, what's up, y'all? I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave your name and a brief message, I'll be sure to get back to you. Holla.
7: Today I will tell you
3: about my professional dream Of becoming a race car pilot Let me start by By telling Why car pilot is great
7: First I so. oh man that was a bit what are you doing <laughs> i just gotta use the bathroom how come you only ever have to use the bathroom immediately after i finish pooping like i never see you after i pee it's always after i poop what what is this jeopardy what are you asking all these questions for can i use the bathroom I'm just curious. You're letting out the sweet, fragrant aroma, you squatted scoundrel. (sighs) Someone had quiche today.
6: (sighs) Dish.
7: The smell.
0: That uh, that that one, I love the one of the kid uh at the supposed to be the the point of view of doing a presentation, and looking out into the class and not wanting to make any eye contact with any of your friends, any of your goofy friends. I love that. That is that just brings me back. That brings me back. Um. Yes. And of course, the smelling poop uh, bit was absolutely hilarious. I don't care how many people are uncomfortable right now. Very funny. And that entire account is just, he deserves an Oscar. With the writing, the timing, the the facial expressions. The the timing is, is impeccable. The acting is impeccable. So, everybody who liked it, you're on the cool kids table. And everybody else can... Oh no, what happened? I'm sorry. My bad. All right, so now I want to watch a little of this. This is from Grace. Let's watch it together. It's only four minutes. Sometimes she goes for like 20 minutes or so. This is perfect length for us to do this on a short evening. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but let's go for it.
4: Hey internet friends, I've seen several news agencies report that the US flag at the top of the Senate building at the US Capitol was being flown upside down today, three quarters of the way up the pole. According to the US flag code, the American flag should never be flown upside down with the stars at the bottom except as a signal of dire distress and instances of extreme danger to life or property. Some folks are saying that this was an accident, that someone strung up the flag on accident upside down. And yeah, maybe the guy changing out the flag at your local Denny's would fall prey to accidents like that. No hate to the guy at Denny's, but everything is intentional in Washington, D.C. and for display on the world stage. Some of the people who reported the upside down flag first circulating this photo were Jake Sherman of MSNBC and Punchbowl News, Insider Paper, Raw News Alert, political commentator and attorney Rogan O'Hanley, Citizen Free Press. These were just a few. I'm listing these out for origin and documentation purposes just so we have some data points for this video because some people are saying that the photo is photoshopped. Some people are saying that it's fake. And yeah, if you check out a live stream of the Senate building right now, it appears the flag is flying upright. But one thing is for sure, this photo was leaked purposefully and circulated by major news accounts for a very specific reason. I have a feeling whoever raised this flag this morning knew exactly what they were doing and were signaling something, but now it's been fixed quietly and hastily. We're a country being attacked from within, attacked on all fronts. We have traitorous legislators and alphabet agencies who work for families, bloodlines and corporate fronts, not for the benefit of our nation and its citizens. We have a currency backed by nothing and a system of debt slavery implemented by a parasitic organization who took over our country officially in 1913 but here's a breakdown of what I'm seeing in the last few weeks leading up to today. Millions of illegal migrants are bum-rushing the border, not limited to folks from South America, but also I'm seeing Haiti and China too. Not women and children and families seeking asylum, but military-aged men so one can safely assume that someone or some entity is flying these men out of Haiti out of China and parking them there at the Mexican-US border in preparation for the expiration of Title 42. A country is nothing without its borders. It's why the Chinese built the Great Wall as defensive fortification. It's why invading barbarian groups eventually led to the fall of the Western Roman Empire. Also, in the last 48 hours, a viral video of a huge explosion in Western Ukraine has been shared all over social media with unverified claims that depleted uranium storage facility was hit and reports that radiation levels were rising in the aftermath of the strike which fact checkers have come out in droves to dismiss his faults because that would mean there's a nuclear war taking place in Ukraine Mm -hmm. as of 48 hours ago. Either way, I'm sure more US taxpayer dollars are being funneled to Ukraine to make up for the explosion. And it's looking like with the way things are going, everything could pop off into an all out war with Russia at any time. Also going on right now, and we've been talking about this on my channel, Countries around the world have started an irreversible process of breaking away from the U.S. dollar. A reported 41 additional nations have joined the BRICS coalition in addition to China and Russia, which intends to trade in another currency besides the petrodollar. BRICS represents the economically aligned nations of Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, and they're discussing the launch of a global currency that does not utilize the U.S. dollar. So if countries by and large stop using the U.S. dollar for this trade, that means the value of the U.S. dollar will go down. It means the United States can no longer use the dollar as political leverage on the global stage. And it means the dollar, which most of us have worked our entire lives to attain, will be worthless anyways sorry to drop this great news on you I caught this news in the middle of recording some other videos so I'll get back to that now but yeah,
0: I have, have a good one grace thank you so much yeah I, I I um I just heard about the flag and whatever it is there's more than enough reason to, to fly it there are a few houses around here that fly the American flag upside down and I do not see it as a sign of disrespect at all uh, I see it as someone who at least has a rudimentary understanding of just how dire the situation is, and um, and yeah, and yeah, especially when you see the political realignment of the world, and then you think back to the kind of tidbits of information that are are released from the White House on days like today with Karine Jean-Pierre, the psycho stewardess, talking about, oh no no no, there's there's no crisis. There's no crisis that we're completely um, we're completely over leveraged and we have so much more debt than what we produce on a yearly basis. No, no crisis whatsoever because we're we're going to try to um, extend our credit limit on the on the uh, the American Express card. Meanwhile. Other countries, 41 countries around the world are getting together and trying to uh, shore up a system that is going to be a little bit more solid, a little bit more grounded in things that are are worthy worthy of, of uh, backing a currency like gold. And we are just being prepared for something. Now, Europe is in just a bad shape. So again, to find a way to preserve... Everybody but North America and Europe is just so odd. It's just so odd. You would think that that alone would make people wonder what the hell is going on. That North America, Europe, Australia, New Zealand are just you know, everybody's going about their business, fighting with each other over genitals and this and that. And meanwhile, there are very strange figures all around us placing C four. C four at the base of every major institution that has kept us going and kept us nice and fat and happy for a long time. From food to you name it. So there's that. The, what, what's coming out of Ukraine about that potential ammunition depot, including um, depleted uranium? Yeah, I, I read about that a little while ago. In fact, I read, I read a short email about that onto the show when it was first starting to get around a little bit after the coronation weekend so last weekend whenever the hell it was i think that was it so that could be um that could be something else although if that really happened then you would imagine that would be something that would be widely publicized right do you want to make a reason to go in oh here especially since it was the senate building there, I would fly the flag upside down just for this alone. Here is John Fetterman, and again, I never knew this guy until last year, when we're like, "Wait, who who's going to be running?" And and he just wait wait he and he just suffered a stroke, and he's going to be running up against this this Oz guy. And all right, all right, we'll see how this goes. It's all Pennsylvania's business, but it's really all of our business at this point. John Fetterman, he's back in the saddle if you call it that and he at least i all oh, one thing i can say is at least he's not wearing the hoodie but listen to this it's very very uncomfortable
8: is is it staggering is it a staggering response responsibility that a, the, the the head of a bank could literally could literally crash our economy it's astonishing that's like if you have I mean like and and they also realize is that that, that now they have it's in a guaranteed a guaranteed way to be saved by no again by no matter no by, by, by how you know so it's it's you know isn't it appropriate that the, those kinds of the, this kind of control should be more stricter to prevent this kind of thing from going or should we just go on and start bailing and sailing whoever bank regardless of how how uh, their, uh, their conduct is. You know, I'll give you an example. Uh, the Republicans want to give a, a work requirement for snap you know for a, 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 a hungry family has to, to have these this kind of penalties or these some kinds of word working uh, requirements? Shouldn't you have a working requirement after we sell your bank with billions of your bank? Because they seem to be more preoccupied uh, than SNAP uh, uh, requirements for works for hungry people, but not about protecting the the tax papers that will bail no matter whatever does about a bank to crash it.
0: This is like the end of Casino The movie Casino when Nicky gets killed in the cornfields, but they make him watch his brother get beat to death with a bat first. And then they I feel like we're I think I feel like we're in the cornfields and we're being we're being we're being held there while while it's all the life is being beaten out of everything we grew up with and always assumed I guess naively that would always be there for us. this is just sacrilege. I don't I don't know how else to, to describe it. this feels like the end of a casino All right uh, let me go to some super chats and uh the until the door flies open maybe we'll take some calls nine one four two zero 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 two six nine. 0269 Okay, so here is a little bit from. Let's see. Hold on. Here we go. Let's go over to our super chats and, quite frankly, superchat.com. We're almost at the end over here. Uh, Uper Viking says, "Just flipped my flag today. Killed me to do it. This is ju- this just sucks. Uh, glad to have you get us through." Glad to have you around. Love the show, Frank, says Rusty Shackelford. Was talking with my mom yesterday about Jimmy Carter and wondering if he was still alive. What synchronicity? It was last night, I was in the bathroom and I said, oh, you know why, you know why I thought about it? I had thought about it about a week before. I said, you know, Jimmy Carter's still alive. And, um, and then last night I'm in the bathroom and I'm listening to an old episode of something. I just had it on, you know, my my YouTube playlist going. It was probably Old Coast to Coast or something. And in this old episode from God knows when, it was another news brief about Jimmy Carter being diagnosed with one thing or another. I said, "Man, this guy's been dying for like 30 years." And um but then I realized he's he's been on hospice for like 3 months now. I don't know how long it is, but and of course, I wish him well, but it's uh, it's just a testament of him sticking around. B. Mullaney says, listening to last night's show, and I had a thought. I think it's only a matter of time before Matt and the Franciscans start wearing uniforms complete with khaki pants and shields that say "I'm gay" on them. God bless. Uh, they it, it would be very hard to to criticize. It would be a, it would be a interesting marketing strategy because. Everybody would say, oh, these fascists have shown up The fascists have shown up The Patri- Patriot Front What if the Patriot Front, they are all carrying shields That said, I'm gay on them What would the reporting be? It would be smart yeah. It would be smart If they all just came out as gay today They should just do it Save themselves a lot of trouble all right, over on, quite frankly, save yourself some trouble. Come out, man. Just come out of the closet. Uh, let's see here. Thirst for knowledge. Said re, Getting some reing going on there to start the show off. Thank you, witchy poo. Brainstorm says, cheers, Frank. I watch your replay pretty regularly and pretty stoked to finally stay, say sup. What's going on, brain? It's great to have you here live. Really awesome. Thank you. Uh, Sparky, my Bic, says they wanted to look trashy. Yeah. Sean Joe, thank you. Porpoiseful, witchy-poo, Sean Joe again, and Chai Possum at the end over there. Thank you guys so much. Let's take a call. Uh, Laurel, what's going on, Laurel? Frank,
2: I'm just trying not to vent but I want to because I'm so sick of these freaking beer commercials and the idiots that are hired to do their marketing. Come on. The people in this country are so sick of this crap, so sick of it, and they keep swinging. I mean, first they're insulting with the Dylan Mulvaney thing. He's so insulting trying to act like a woman. He looks like a freaking leprechaun on speed, and that's insulting to any woman who's actually a real woman. And then they put this chick up to do the Miller commercials and she's total, totally a feminist. I know the country does have feminists, but the average American family who's trying to live day to day and has a husband and a wife or a mom and a dad in the family and trying to actually be a nuclear family, we're not interested in this crap. And that's probably who mostly drinks Miller beer. And I just saw today that they put a, trans guy on the cover of sports illustrated swimsuit edition <laughs> who in the hell buys who is buying sports illustrated swimsuit editions
0: now i don't know i don't know that used to be that used to be a very coveted thing we all said sports illustrated swimsuit so you're saying they put up a, a guy with fake boobs this year
2: they put a trans guy on the cover of sports illustrated oh, it, get, it just gets i not know it i didn't know gets worse and worse yeah, and then I, I also watched a, a quick video clip of these sorority gals who've put together a lawsuit from Wyoming. They have a sorority house, and they've been forced to include this great big gorilla trans guy, in their sorority house, and he's there watching them get undressed and watching him do yoga, getting you know aroused by watching, and they have to have him in there because he's been given all of these privileges and, you
0: know, uh, given access to their sorority house. Well, well, Laurel, you know, it it all goes back to this one statement that was made that I think is just so I think Michael Knowles said it years and years ago, and he said it when he was on the show the first time too. he said, I really do think that uh, feminism was was a, a a plan, a trick, a ruse by a really, really crafty guy, because it has It has sent some sects of women into this ridiculous emotional, psycho-emotional spiral of self-destructive mentality that did nothing but provide cheap sex to everybody and is now providing access to sorority houses and bathrooms to the worst of the worst. It, it, It has really only empowered the Harvey Weinsteins of the country. That's just really what it is and it's chased away any kind of decent uh decent stereotype of a man that we saw you we used to see so readily available and, and things as re- common and mundane as as uh you know razor commercials and this and that thank you for the call laurel i i, I appreciate it i didn't know about the the sports illustrated thing but listen it's a, it's the a zombie it's the zombie fungus like you remember we were looking at those those insects that had the cordyceps or something was, I don't know what the hell they were called. It was where half of the insect was missing. It was like half of the head, a little bit of a wing and two legs, and still it's crawling. It's crawling. It's been completely taken over by something. That is everything. That, that's it. So people are like, we're fighting a cultural war here. No, we lost the cultural war. They've got a man with fake boobs on the front of Sports Illustrated. That's gone, all right. We need to be able to till the earth again and reseed. That that battle has been lost. So um, that's just uh, that. It's it's all just zombie, zombification. There's a lot of theories as how a zombie comes into uh, comes into play, whether it be a curse. Whether it be a you know a an antigen of some type, whether I, I don't know like what is it that caused the zombie apocalypse? We're seeing it, man. Oh, it's uh it's nuts, really is nuts. Let's take a call, uh, James. You there? Still, Chris in the Berkshires, Frank. Oh, Chris, I, I don't know how to see. Here's the thing, I don't know how to edit these yet. So that we can go along, and and I can whatever. But go ahead, Chris.
5: I'll take the honor of being James. It's okay. You can change my name anytime, Frank.
0: Well, I'm trying um, to try to figure wanna, it
5: out. But go ahead, say that.
0: No, I, I. Go ahead.
5: All right. So I just got a a positivity thing, right? So I was in I was in New York City for the weekend for a little little guy strip situation weekend, and uh, I was at the Yankee game. Uh, the one where Judge hit the two home runs. I'm sure you're a Yankee fan. You no, know, Jeannie's a Yankee fan, so they're probably all fired
0: up. When, when, which uh, um, which game? You were there? Were you there on Friday or Saturday? Because Sunday they lost. Uh, Sat Saturday, where they were losing six nothing. Oh, and then I was. That was a great I was one. Kind
5: of wandering around looking for an ice cream store without a fucking line, you know, two city blocks long. And I, you know, next thing you know, everyone starts hitting home runs, and I was like, oh, well, I guess I should go back to my seat now. Yep. But either way, um, so. We go to a bar after it, and, you know, you're out there, you're shooting the shit, everyone's excited. The amount of people that were at this bar that were willing to talk about, not the Yankee game that had just happened, but the simple fact that how fucking corrupt this government and this entire situation is. Like, I I figure, you know, after a win like that, you know, people would be like, oh, we're we're coming back, we're going to have a good run. It was very strange. There was a mom there that I was talking to. She was like, "I came up for Mother's Day because the fucking government's corrupt." There was a lady I was talking to with her or their boyfriend, and they were like, do "We do we got to get this fucking government out." Nobody was talking about the, the game. It was incredible. It was it was almost like mind-boggling. And I'm sitting there, and all my friends have looked at me like I'm, you know, I've got five heads for the past <laughs> three years because, you know, I I speak what I think and and what I see, and 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 here here we are in the middle of New York City. You know, in the Bronx Zoo, we're supposed to be liberal central, and everybody's just this is fucked up. This, this, and it was basically like, a, quite frankly, the viewing party is what it kind of felt like. You know, in so many ways. And I threw your name out there a couple times. I'm like, oh, this is the, the podcast you got to listen to. You know, shameless plug, but still, whatever. Well, I appreciate but it, that. It was, it, it was, it was a beam of hope, is is what I would like to say. I mean. Or do they have what it takes to to step up and stand up and and speak out? Who knows? But it was nice to see that other people are seeing the the shit show that what it is for is, as well. You know. So hey,
0: you know, Chris, there to is to something out. there. I, I it's 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 true. Like I I don't. I hope that people are able to to separate my assessment of things when I say where where I believe it is hopeless. And and when I say right. when I when I say something is hopeless, I'm usually talking about the future of a specific institution and how we're a, we're going to be able to recapture something and fill it with people who are dutiful and will be able to uh, you know uh, create a better future. Like no, right. And that that is and, that, and just yeah. to,
5: just to finish, and I don't want to cut you off, but I, I want to get off. So that if if you have a chance, you can take any more callers. Um, to speak to the the youth was was interesting because any everybody and everybody is like, oh, the youth are fucked up. The youth are fucked up. If you don't have green fucking hair and you're not dragging around someone by a collar, it seems that they're pretty much on par with the the rest of the nation right now. It's we're we're fucked and this is not good and and we're gonna have to start you know figuring out ways to get ourselves out of this. And and other than that, you know, I just want to say thanks for the great show as always. Hey, so, dude, I I'll, I'll I,
0: I think this is a, a a wonderful call and there's a lot. There's, there's there's some stuff that you just left us with here That would be able to uh, I'd be able to take calls on for the rest of the night If I had a whole second hour Thank you so much um, Let me start with the youth thing uh, Wait, 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 wait When the hell are they coming here? Just got to New Rochelle We're heading up now That was at 7.52 It's 8.12 How long are they going to be here? I don't know. Maybe another ten minutes. Band's late. Anyway, I would have to imagine we every every generation has. I mean, I'm considered a millennial, ladies and gentlemen. So, if I if I make a joke about about boomers, you know, boomer tendencies, uh, and or Gen Z, uh, uh, Generation X, they have their they have their issues too. Millennials, I mean, uh, up until a couple of years ago, it was millennials. Then Gen Z started becoming a lot more, uh, once they get into middle school, and they start becoming more and more uh, of a presence on on the Internet. And then all of a sudden, all eyes are on them, and now here we are. And we got Gen Z getting ready to vote and being co-opted by the DNC and all that. And that's what you see, and you think that it's it's real. You think that David Hogg is the voice of a generation an unfortunate voice of a generation it's not It's not the. i don't believe it's the case i think that they probably have more problems than most just because of how fast the push is at this point but when you think about what we went through what we were seeing that we probably didn't even detect in many ways as we we're going through middle school high school and college now it's just so in your face you're being confronted with all this different type of stuff as a kid that, yeah, I'm sure some people are just going to swallow the pill, dye their hair, and, uh, and wear you, know, you know, wave whatever flag is given to them, and, and there you have it. And then others are just going to be firmly in their place and, and running for the hills. So I don't think that it's just that Generation Z is lost cause. I think that the, the, the aggressive nature of the, 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 the mind control, the programming, the psyoping, uh, is a little bit of a, a deviation from what we had. They were able to be subtle with us. So um, I think because of the aggressive nature of the psyoping, we're seeing a lot more crazy behavior. It is resulting in a lot more outwardly violent behavior. Uh, You're seeing a lot the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And that is all you need to project strength and numbers where there are none. Not to say that there aren't a lot of red diaper doper babies out there from all generations making the rounds. And we've got our serious problem. But I'm not saying that all all is lost. I think we've got plenty to build on. But... The culture war is gone. That 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 was before we lost it, and now we have to till the earth and start again. And the whole idea of trying to capture and make sense of a federal government that should never be this like like what what do you want to do? I understand if somebody had the lofty goal of hey we have a plan of getting into office and really uh, instituting some some really drastic changes, which had to do with severely limiting certain bureaus and agencies at first and then slowly sunsetting them out of existence and then finally paring back and destroying, you know, legally destroying, which is, you know, to destroy 90% of the federal government, and I'm not talking about dropping bombs or Molotov cocktails or anything like that, is a restoration because all of this stuff is antithetical to American governance. If you had a lofty goal like that, I would, I would, I would say, God bless, and uh, I th- I would love it, but I don't think it's, um, I don't know. There's there's a lot of heavy lifting going on there, a lot of heavy lifting. I do believe I can see that happening at the, I don't know what kind of a sports bar he was in, whether it's stands or something else outside of the stadium or something, but there are a lot of people now that are just talking. I get it a lot. There's certain people in my family I don't talk to at all about this shit because they're so far, so far gone. And they think they're smart. And they're just so pathetic. I hate to say it. In reality, they're very pathetic. But I know that there's a lot of people who are just like, all right, all right, yeah. And and they wait for certain cues. They wait for certain cues in, in conversation uh, before they are they know they can talk to you about what they're really feeling so I'm the kind of guy now that just throws those cues out there and see what comes back and then as soon as soon as I see any kind of life behind their eyes if I see some kind of fire ignite fire of enthusiasm ignite uh, then I just go full bore I go full bore and I say put on that armor of God because it's going to get bad All right, let's see Uh, take one more Steven, Steven, what's going on?
3: Hey, Frank, how you
0: doing, man? I'm doing all right. Where are you at?
3: I am in Gretchen Hitler
0: territory. Oh, oh, wow. That's, that's. Big. were you, were you part of the kidnapping plot?
3: <laughs> no. Okay. I wouldn't kidnap her.
0: <laughs> Why too would you, <laughs> too much work, <laughs> not enough reward. All right, go ahead.
3: Well, I I love your show, Frank, man. I got like a billion things I want to ask you, but going to the comment of the guy that was saying, you know, at the Yankee game and going to bar and talking to people and what have you, uh, I basically was the only uh, red person on my uh, whole subdivision. I had let's go Brandon sign in my you know, window and all sorts of other Patriot signs all over my lawn and neighbors giving me dirty looks and somebody wrote me an anonymous letter saying I was angry and uh, over the last week or so, people are actually saying hello. So I noticed a little bit of a change. I think they're waking up.
0: So you, so you, do do you feel that there has been a change in some people who were a little uh, taken aback by you at first, or do you feel like it's one of those things where you have kind of made yourself known a little bit in whatever way that you deem responsible, and those who vibe with you are starting to make them are starting to present themselves and those who don't are just kind of fading away into the background so my i guess my my question is have you changed any hearts or have you just started attracting people who are like-minded
3: i think i'm starting to change some hearts that's great because i like i say i'm in a very democratic area in uh northwest detroit and it's just like I, I I grew up here, I moved out west for 14 years, and I moved back, and it just, it's even worse than it was when I left, and mm-hmm. I'm ready to leave again, but I don't know, the world's so crazy right now, where are we going to go?
0: I know, I know, uh, where are we going to go? I'll tell you one thing, and thank you for the call, Stephen, I didn't think I was going to talk to one of the Gretchen Whitmer kidnappers tonight, but... For the people who still think that they are like, oh, well, I voted, there's going to be so far few, far few people in between that are going to want to put their name to one thing or another. Yes, oh, I voted for that. I voted for this. Oh, I like what's going on. You have to at least say I don't like. And it's going to be dumber and dumber to say, well, we aren't where we're supposed to be because Republicans are holding us back. But holding us back from what? Do you, I, then you have to say, again, do you understand where money comes from? Now Republican Party is on the surface almost as socialistic as the Democrat Party. They they are a stage 2 cancer, Democrat is stage 6. What where do you think where do you think it money is going what, what what do you know about money? Because it's all about programs and who's getting funding and who's not and that's how we're going to get better things and it's never about stopping you know cutting debt and leaving people alone never about that so i wonder one day where is all you can't possibly be comfortable with constantly saying well the gop oh my eyes i can't they just they they, they sink into the back of my skull and uh, into another dimension i go that's why i don't bring it up anymore but you guys have been wonderful company on this short show. I think the guys are just about here. So I'm going to take off and go start, uh, you know, warming up on the drums a little bit. I'll be back tomorrow night. We've got a great guest in the form of Lindsay Sharman from the Rogue Ways podcast. And we are going to, uh, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Actually, we'll, we'll be able to talk about some education, fifth generation warfare and education. And maybe what she thinks in part is going on with uh, the, the last two generations. How bad it really is, and and where the where the hope may be able to uh, germinate and spring up into a new culture, because that's what we have to talk about. We have to talk about tilling the earth again and starting all over. So uh, thank you guys and gals. Let me just make sure I have gotten all of my all of my super chats in order here. Youper Viking, we got that. Thank you so much. Over on rumble everybody's just tidy and doing a good time and yep that's it ladies and gentlemen i leave you in the loving arms of the rest of tuesday night and i'll see you tomorrow for wednesday it should be a good one good night
7: i'll catch you on the flip side
0: Quite frankly, is filmed before a live studio audience. And now the Super Chatter, starting with Uper Viking, Rusty Shackelford, and B. Mulaney, and all my wonderful friends over there on the, uh, oh man, I already released a scratch and now I'm, I lost all my wonderful names on the foxhole, but it's all right. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a wonderful evening.